One plus two plus two plus one. Uh-uh. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of At The Movies with Cash and Hightower. Hey everyone, it's Cash in the study with a lamp lampshade. Oh, I like what you did there, lamp, a lampshade. Lampshade, not one of the usual tools. <laughs> and this is Hightower in the bathroom with the toilet paper. Nice. <laughs> Wet toilet paper, obviously, so it's sticky. That's right. It's that like cheap, like yeah. Walmart toilet paper too. So Absolutely. Yeah. That John Wayne up. toilet paper just doesn't just take gonna... any crap off anybody. <laughs> so true. Hey, Cash, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Fantastic. I'm doing just great. I'm in a great mood. There's a lot of positive things going on tonight, then. We watched a great film. We sure did. Made a great recommendation. Absolutely. From our good friend Jessica. I was going to say, right off the bat, I know you and I were obviously excited to talk about this, but she was... Just all kinds of fire. This, this. this was in the bucket, right, from Friendsgiving? Yes. But then you also separately had, had suggested this. Correct. Yes, okay. So, yeah. Another two birds, one stone Absolutely. Episode. So, that's awesome. I know this is one for both of us. We'd kind of been milling around this possibility for a little while, so glad to finally cover it today. Like, um, probably, geez, closer, close to like probably like seven years ago. Yeah. An, another good buddy of mine and I talked about getting a podcast going and this was going to be our first episode mm. didn't didn't happen obviously didn't pan out but yeah but here we are hey 46 episodes in <laughs> we got it i think this is isn't this the one like they say in the new ghostbusters movie this is really where the podcast finds its voice <laughs> i think it was after last action hero that's that was, true that was uh just like a fun episode it's because it's a fun movie it is a super fun movie and, I have, and we're covering another fun one so yes have we not said what we're watching clue yeah clue, clue. Get a clue. Clue. <laughs> Not Clue Gallagher. No. The movie Clue. Clue the movie. Clue the movie. Um, so before we get into the film. Yes. There's some housekeeping things. Yes. And in these housekeeping things, I have a major announcement. I want to hear what your major announcement I'm, is. I'm going to rock your world. <laughs> Hang on. Let me get, sit- let me get gonna- seated for this. <laughs> I'm going to shake the pillars of heaven. Oh, man. That's big. <clears throat> yeah. So... Do you have anything you'd like to... Well, I guess I have several things here, so we, I'll just jump right into the first thing. You just dive in. Okay, let's jump in here. I'm going to save my earth-shaking announcement till the end. But, okay. Um, we do have a poll out for the show. We do. We are f- quickly approaching our 50th episode. This one currently will be number 47. The Clue, the clue one. 46. No, damn it. 46, you're right. Sorry. It's okay. Gosh. It's my fault. I, we already I, talked about it. I tripped it. you up at the, before we got started, so I that's know. on I, me. I wanted to get the John Mabry. Hey, this is... Oh, we'll get there. Or yeah, me, because right. that was my number. That's true. Cash is... The Cash episode. But Mabes is a good one. And Tom Glavin, obviously. Right. So this is number 46. So here pretty quickly, we're going to be hitting 50, and we want to... We've gave you some options, but we put it out, and it is currently in our bonus episode. If it does not show... At the bottom of this episode you're listening to, should be like a little poll tab at the bottom. Go on there and select what movie you want to watch. Again, if it does not show in this one, we haven't we have not researched this. So <laughs> go back to uh, the last episode where our bonus talking movies number eighteen. Check that out and vote. So five movies. That's right. You got bevy of options. 
No doubt. All of them are good. They're great. In fact, I would call them great. Uh, so, yeah, check that out. You have uh, like 12 days to get the. And by the time you're hearing this, it's probably less than 10. It's true. So, get in there and vote. You have 10 days. Just always give them an ultimatum, Michael. Seven Scott. days. <laughs> okay, so that's the first thing. Go vote for what you want to hear for the 50th show. We're leaving it up to the fans. You got to fight for your right to vote. That's right. That's one small step <laughs> for man. I have a dream. Kill Whitey. Kill Whitey. Wrecked him. Damn near killed him. We need. To, we should do that one sometime. Yeah, one time. Just go watch Black Sheep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, my, I had a couple other quick things I wanted to hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Faja has been listening to the podcast pretty hot and heavy the last the last few weeks. He uh, texts me ran, at random times and is like, "Hey, I'm listening to such and such episode and." Like, here's my take on that. But he'll uh, also, when, I, when he does the bonus episodes, he will send in his lists. So that's been fun. Like, nice. Combing through the uh, his list. But how's, how's he receiving all the shows? Is he enjoying yeah, them? Yeah, he likes them. He's, good. He thinks we're doing a good job. I'm so. not, I'm not upsetting right. him with any of my takes, am no, I? No, he's very positive. Okay, so. good. Nothing but good stuff. He did the last bonus one we put out. I had the Patriot at number one. Mm-hmm. He also had the Patriot. All three of us then. Like father, mm-hmm. like son. Oh, yeah, you did too. That's yeah. right. There you go. I'm an ex- I'm part of the high tower you're, family you're in. extension. You're in. Made it. Okay, my last thing before I turn it over to you. Before I do my, sh- you do you had you have housekeeping stuff? You I did, just had right? one little okay. thing. Nothing. So nothing let me. Too shattering. Okay, I'll come to you after this. I remember what movie. I was like, man, I swear, I felt like I watched the movie. I remembered. Yes. While you were talking, you you triggered it in my brain. I saw the film Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes. The uh, GI Joe movie that came out last year. How was it? I was actually really good. I had very low expectations because those other G.I. Joe movies, I don't feel like are very good. Right. Not very strong, but this was cool, man. You get like a little, uh, they definitely have, have changed the story up. So they're going off script from what you cartoon or comic book Joe fans might like. But sure. actually kind of, it's kind of cool. I kind of like them mixing it up a little bit, but you get a little Snake Eyes, Storm Shadow, kind of, uh, kind of like a prequel, you know, like a uh, kind of early days of them. Nice. How they transformed into those characters and then. You also get to see Scarlet and the Baroness show oh, up. Oh, very nice. So yeah, they have a. I actually really enjoyed it. I was. Uh, I'm, I think you and I talked about seeing that at one point. And it yeah. just it didn't work out, whatever timing wise. But I was kind of interested. That's still on my list. I'm like you. I, I wasn't a huge fan of the GI Joe like movies that had yeah. come out recently, but they that one kind of piqued my interest. I was a huge GI Joe fan as a kid. Like it was like one of my favorite toys. Fair. And like man, when the first one was the first one was okay. Like it was okay. It were good parts, and then when the Rock was like announced being evolved, I was like all on board, and then yeah. it still like wasn't that great. So, yeah. but have we talked about the uh, GI Joe PSA that's been overdubbed? Yo Joe, Joe. The more you or the knowing's half the battle. Those things. So yeah, but they like <clears throat> there. If you there's a compilation of them on YouTube. Some of them are <laughs> pee your pants hilarious. I think I, I think we may have discussed this. I know I've seen some of them, but it's, it's yeah. I I would recommend it. Like we'll you get the gist those. after like the first ones, but the best one is when the kids go uh, running out onto the frozen pond. If you can find that, like the GI Joe PSA. Frozen Pond one, like, please do. It is amazing. I will, def- I will definitely check into that. Yes. Frozen Pond. It's amazing. Okay. I'm going to hand it over to you before okay. I do my major announcement. So this this is a pretty major announcement, too. We have mentioned this. Oh. I have mentioned this before, but by the time you're hearing this, it'll probably have passed. But if it has not passed, 
this Friday is March 11th. Oh, that's right. 3.11 day. 3.11. So if you people have not listened to 3.11, you're not alone. There's not a lot of people that have, at least that I know, until I've told them about it. If you're curious, throw on Down. That's that's probably their most popular one, I would say. No doubt. Come Original is a good one. Amber, you know, those are the big three, I would, I would think. Um, I will be jamming out all weekend. I'm tempted. It's $60.00 which seems super steep for me for a live stream, mm. but it's two nights. A live stream concert event? Yeah, and they have like, f- they're four hours, I think. Like the concerts themselves are Where's like, the actual show at? I think they're in Las Vegas. Mm. Let's just let's hop on a flight. Let's just go take it in. Uh, trust me, I'm beyond tempted to do it. They have tickets available. There's like VIP exclusive. There's a meet and greet with a lead singer. Oh, we can talk to them about how they beat up the Creed guy. Oh yeah, that's right. But yeah, three eleven day coming up here. It's gonna be a little, like personal holiday for me. Jam out to some three eleven. When I hear the song down, yes, it you know like they say like the senses like are like um, they kind of like make you flash back to events mm-hmm. in your life. I feel like smell is a big one. But uh, when I hear the song down, mm-hmm. I like in my mind I envision walking down the hallway at my junior high building. To like to like right outside the gym for like basketball practice. Interesting. I have no idea why that triggers that that, but every time I hear it, it's the same. I trick I like that triggers in my brain. So I don't know if it was like playing like on like the speaker in the gym or something. It's possible because it would have been a new song when I was in junior high. It would have, that would have been like a ninety three, ninety four. I think is when it came out. Okay, so this would have been like maybe nine, no, it's ninety five. I'm yeah. sorry. Okay, yeah, ninety five. That's 95. perfect then. Yeah. So yeah, <clears throat> the only reason I let one of the other songs says it's ninety five and we go for the hive. So hey, all right. Uh, my so the only th- I, every time I hear that song, I so I was in eighth grade. <clears throat> my brother was taking me over to the Undertakers because we were doing an all night um, <laughs> New Year's Eve thing. Undertaker. So we were going over to his place, and my brother had this like old piece of crap truck that leaked antifreeze in the passenger floorboard. Oh, nice! So it always smelled like antifreeze in my floorboard. <laughs> but he played that song, and it like stuck in my head, and I I had no idea who sung it. I had no... so this was before. I know it's probably hard to believe for some people, but this was before you had easy access to like Shazam and oh, everything yeah. else. Yeah. So I had to search for this song for like three years. So that's probably part of it. But I was like it. For some reason, that I, when I heard it the first time, it just, it changed me, man. Like it was it was a big deal. So once I found it, the floodgates were open. I bought all the CDs. Dude, I've seen nice. them in concert like four times. Yeah, stood music. front row one time watching them nice. in, in Missouri. It's it's good stuff, man. The music game has changed so yes. much. Like, do you remember? Like, I was in junior high. If you didn't want to buy the CD, you'd have to like sit by the radio and like wait for the song to come yes. on and then like record it onto a blank tape. I, I did that several because my first truck had a tape player. Oh yeah. When everybody else had CDs, so I had to do that. That's so funny. Like I'm old enough to like where like cassette players were still like a thing. Yeah. CDs came a little bit later. So totally totally off topic, but that was my I had, if nothing off else. Topic. Since this is our since this is our show, I want to give them a plug. Yeah yeah. I feel like they deserve it. Yeah definitely. The so. unofficial band of Cash and Hightower. Yes. So I, you have Earth Shadow News. Okay, real quick. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Before we get into the episode. Hang on, let me I brace. Wanna... I want to brace myself. Give me a minute. Are you, are you sitting down? I, I, I am, but I'm not sure if I'm sitting down hard enough. Okay, last week I put uh, Last Action Hero. Mm-hmm. I put it in at number 15. Yes. And ever since then... 
I've been obsessed with the film. Okay. I've watched it probably two more times. More like two and a half. But it's fair. I have just been like deep diving into this film. It's such a great movie. I mean we talked we, we talked it up. We said how much we loved it. And we did. Under how underappreciated it is. And Big Dave also agrees with us. He texts yeah, me by the way. It's uh it's almost like it's so great that Netflix basically like runs it pretty much all the time. Yeah. Because it's starting to get like the love it deserves, I feel like. Yes, I agree. And the more I thought about it and the more I watch it, you made a point about how it's like way ahead of its time. Like, had we been watching it, you know, like 10 years later or 15 years later or whatever, and like, you're right. Like, because like movies around that time basically started doing the same thing. Yeah. And they were like so over. And now, especially nowadays with like all the metaverse and the, you know, like, oh, all, yeah. And like, oh my geez, like, this was so way ahead of its time people like it had the terrible time against Jurassic Park and the yeah was just... split fan but like, there were so many things that went against this film but now I feel like we've uh are starting to just be like you know what this movie is awesome let's just so anyway I say all this because I have amended my ranking for the okay. film okay I was like you know what I'm lying to myself don't this lie is... to yourself this isn't number 15 this is a room of honesty we're in the trust tree in the we are here. we are and I want to do it right so I have moved up Last Action Hero from 15 to 11. Nice. Right underneath Fast Times and Ridgemont High. Very nice. So it is, in fact, leapfrogging, let's see here, Great Outdoors, mm-hmm. Ninja Turtles, Feel the Dreams, and most importantly, Predator. Oh, you're putting it above Predator. It is currently okay. my top Arnold film. See, and I I went back and forth. I was debating last week to be like, do I like this more than I like Predator? And I have to say, so here's the other part of this too. So like, I flip flopped on this, like I said last week. Like I've I've had yeah. a, a wild ride with this movie. Yeah. But Predator, like I had seen it before, but I had never paid that much attention to it because I was just never. I, I liked Arnold movies, but I was never like, oh my god, this guy's amazing. I love his movies. I just enjoyed him for what they were. Watching it for the show and paying closer attention, I had gained a huge appreciation for Predator. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'd I'd still, <clears throat> I think if time continues to move forward, I may adjust my rankings too, and it may move above Predator. But I just I don't know. I, yeah. I like those movies both so much. Yeah, they're both fantastic films, and like it's hard to compare them because they're so different yeah. with, with the tone of the film. But I just generally prefer comedies. Comedies and actions are you know probably the top of my list. Yeah, but for sure. Like I always think about it, like rewatchability factor too, and like can I watch this at any moment in time? Like how I feel about it, nostalgia, things like that. And I'm like, man, I 100% would rather watch Last Action Hero. And obviously your favorite being Victorian England period pieces that are over three hours long, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't like that? (laughs) Well, you can't understand the dialogue and it puts you to sleep. Something rotten in Denmark. (laughs) To be or not to be. Uh, Man, they can't believe they didn't make that Hamlet movie. I would have loved it. We need to get Schwarzenegger on board with the... The current Hamlet movie. I mean, there's no there's no reason that it shouldn't happen. Like, let's just be honest. I just saw a sequel that was announced recently, and I was like, oh my god, I gotta tell Cash. But now I've totally forgotten. I keep seeing one float around about Beetlejuice too. I've so I've heard that one, but there was it was something else. It might have been was it an Arnold flick? I can't remember. There was something that I feel like we were like they should totally make this like joking around and like they've totally they're like they're <laughs> they totally still, making it. I'll have to think about we're it. We're trendsetters though. Like, totally. <clears throat> nobody wants to admit it obviously, but we are trendsetters. All right, we're 15 minutes in. Yes. Should we talk about Clue? Clue. Absolutely, we should talk about Clue. But communism was just a red herring. So yeah, the 
So we're, we're here talking about the board game, not the actual movie. Yeah, correct? no, we yeah. just played a game before we came up where yep. we recorded. Parker Brothers' finest board game. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Who was your favorite character to be when you played the game? <clears throat> Would you like to hear something fun? Yeah. Never played it as a kid. What? I never played you, this game oh as a kid. Oh, my God, really? I never watched the movie. Oh, my god! The first time I played Clue was after I got married with my mother-in-law, my wife, and my brother-in-law. Well, now it makes sense why you hadn't seen the movie. Because if you hadn't like been into the game... Like why? Like why would you play the game? Yeah, and it was or not, watch and, the movie. Yeah. And I want to make this perfect. It was not because I was like, oh my god, I hate this. I just we didn't have it at the house. Like I played Aggravation. I played Sorry. I played. I love Aggravation. Yeah, I mean, super underrated. All I played all those games, but we just we never played Clue. Interesting. Well, that, well, that makes total sense why you hadn't seen the movie. Yeah. Like, until later. So. Anyway, who's your favorite? Uh, Mr. Green. Mr. Green. I was always Mr. Green for obvious reasons. And, well, this was I'm, this was pre-movie. Pre, okay. This was pre-movie. Okay. Like when we were little, I'd play the game. My sister always loved Professor Plum. I'll never forget it. She was always a big prof Plum guy or girl, but makes sense. But yeah, we uh, my family loved Clue. We played Clue all the time. I can remember playing at my house. I remember playing at my uncle and aunt's house. Like I, we played this all the time. Like it was fun, fun stuff. I've enjoyed it every time I've played it since then. It's like the movie. Like yeah, it's we'll, so, we'll talk about it here in a second. But so much fun. It's a fun game. They did a great job adapting this too to the film. Cause, <clears throat> so I read earlier that this was the first ever uh, board game movie. Yeah, that would make sense. Which and like and it didn't do well at the box office, but did not. clearly has gained its audience since then. It was not a since nineteen eighty five movie. Yeah. So okay. So let's get, let's do history of the film. Yes. When did you first see this? So I saw bits and pieces. I, I had seen bits and pieces of this growing up, but I never sat down and watched it. I'm honestly, I never sat down and watched it all the way through until COVID. Wow. I know. Hey, that's fine. And the first time I saw it, after I like my wife and I both, I was like, I, you know what? I just need to try this. Like, yeah. I've heard so much about it. I absolutely like 100. percent like this is fantastic. Like I totally got what they were going for. Yeah. The cast is fantastic. Amazing. Like the whole thing, just fantastic. And since then, I've probably watched it six or seven times. And this is just in a couple years. So right. that pleases me greatly. Yeah. Like this movie, I am like I said, I'm super late to the game on this one, but I am I am a big big fan here. We'll get obviously rankings and stuff later, but. Yeah. Yeah. Solid. Solid fun. So yeah. So for me, this was a this was an often rented film. We did. I don't think we owned it, but we rented it a lot back in the day. But I remember my sister and I. We would watch this, and then we would always recast it. But we started doing this when we were like little, like little kids. We would always be like, "Oh, we want, you know, so and so to be Professor Plum and blah blah blah." But mm-hmm. I f- it seemed like through the decades, like we would we would you know it's almost forty years ago now, like. But like it's a game we always return to. Like, hey, who who would be your current day cast of this film? Like, we've we just it's kind of just funny. That's how long we've been watching this film. Like, it's it's uh, it changes all the time. And how we do the same thing now. You took some of that. It's true from your childhood. Amen. This deep. These. This is what moved me. This is what made me a, a movie fan. That's, Movies I, like Clue. I get it, man. This is fantastic. Yeah. So you referenced the great cast. Let's just let's throw it out here. Clue, nineteen eighty five, directed by Jonathan Lynn. We got Tim Curry as the Butler, Madeline Kahn, uh, Doc Brown himself, yes. Christopher Lloyd. Same year as Back to the Future. In fact, I think this came out before. Right before, right? Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, Michael McKean. McKean, he's kind of, he's a little unknown, but pretty funny. Like, mm-hmm. he had just done Spinal Tap. This is Spinal Tap right before this. So, like, this was a this was a pretty good get, actually. I think this is, like, right before he kind of. Yeah, his stock was off. on the rise, yeah. Martin Mole. Uh, man, I forgot Mrs. Scarlet's name already, but she, was, she wasn't a huge star anyway. But and then some, uh. Some other pieces. Uh, Colleen Camp is the maid. I've always enjoyed her. And then uh, Leslie Ann Warren. V- Leslie Ann Warren. Thank you. There you go. It's okay. And uh, was it Ving or Ving Lee? Is that his name? Or no, Lee Ving. Lee Ving, because that's the joke. Yes. Mister Body is Lee Ving, and that's his name. Did you catch that in the film? I did not. Oh, Lee. No, I didn't. So the guys, he's like a he. He's an actor and like in a punk band. His name is Leaving, mm-hmm. and at one point in the film, they say Mr. Body is leaving. Oh, like, like leaving. Like, I did not catch that. They say his name. See, and so I'm going to be honest with you here. You, I, I, like I said, I've watched this quite a bit over the last couple of years, and I feel like I had a decent grasp on things. But you're going to have to keep me honest too, because I'm I'll sure there's best. stuff that I missed. Because I'll do my best. You are, are much more seasoned than I. Did you see who the movie. producer of the film was? John Landis. Uh, he was the one of the or writers. One of the writers. Yeah, he helped with the screenplay. No, who's one of the producers? Deborah Hill. Oh, that's right. The, I do remember seeing that from, uh, the, from Halloween. The often collaborator with John Carpenter and partner with John Carpenter. So, and in fact, they call the the house, the mansion, how, uh, Hill House. Oh yeah. Which I think is a reference to Deborah Hill, but it also could be the like the house on Haunting Haunted Hill, or whatever. That's it also could be, it. Could be house. a little bit of both. A little bit of both, indeed. That's probably what it was. Yeah. But yeah, that's the history. Should we uh, jump right in? Let's dive into it, man. Um, we get the opening credits, and then we get uh, Wadsworth getting to the manor and feeding those two good dogs. I mean, I know they're I know they're mean, but German two German shepherds, two German shepherds. We must note that it's going to get weird. Good boys. And I also the first time I watched this, I was like, okay, why why do we have to see that he's stepping in poop? Like, <laughs> okay, it's a nonsensical joke. He wipes it off, but then I love the fact that it continues Every, to run. Yeah, this dog poop gag is fantastic. <laughs> Everybody that he walks by, they're like. <laughs> Yeah, they do the sniff or check their shoes or both, and like I just, it's good. Because I think we've good all good tone setter. We've all stepped in it before or been around somebody that stepped in it, and that smell does not go away. Oh yeah, exactly. You can't get rid of it. Yep, so true. So then we get Colonel Mustard showing up first, followed by Mrs. White. Mm-hmm. And again, he's just cracking me up about the dog poop thing. But then Professor Plum is on his way and finds Miss Scarlet with her car broken down. That's right. So they get acquainted and they pick up, and then Mrs. Peacock and Mr. Green show up. <laughs> sit yeah that's right <laughs> no not you the dogs <laughs> there's gonna be mr green is so like slapsticky yes and like i feel like that doesn't always work but in this film it 100 percent works i agree and then yeah finally we got um professor plum and miss scarlet and <clears throat> we get a pretty early on sense that professor plum is a little handsy he is a kind of he's kind of a creepster he's a little bit of a, a little bit of creeper i mean right out of the gate when we meet all these characters you can tell there's some flaws with with uh, most of them. For sure. Yeah, I mean, Mrs. I guess you can't really tell Mrs. Peacock right away. She just seems a little a little on on edge. But Mrs. White, you can definitely tell she has some. She has a lot of jokes about like men and. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, Plum is obviously the the creepster, and then Colonel Mustard. I don't know. You just get kind of a skeezy feel from him as well. <laughs> Oh yeah, for sure. They've all got kind of their own little things, like you said. And the other, I every time I watch this, so obviously <clears throat> we talked about Professor Plum, Christopher Lloyd, so you know Doc Brown, and, and we've talked about Christopher Lloyd's done a ton of just great movies. 
I always laugh though, like when I watch this, Mrs. White, I can't see her and not think of Blazing Saddles. Oh yeah. So every time I'm always, just, <laughs> she's tired. <laughs> welcome, bienvenue. Come on in. Welcome. <clears throat> yeah, she's great. But now that everybody's there, they head into the dining room and uh, just again all the great lines of this movie. What is it you do, sir? I'm the butler. I, oh yeah. What is it? What is it exactly is it you, you do? do? I butle. I butle, sir. It's not a real word. <laughs> I wish it was, though. Yeah. So after that, they all get set up in the uh, the dining room, and then they all kind of start chit-chatting, and Mrs. Peacock's, oh, I host people a lot, and then Mr. Green's like, oh, yeah, I know you. I recognize you. You're a politician's wife. So we already start getting little snippets of everybody's character here. That's all right. We find out they're all from Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. Or at least work in Washington, D.C. And... <clears throat> Dude, I love it when Mrs. Peacock is, like, rambling on and on and on, and then, like... She's like, you know, nervous talking, rambling on and on and on. She's like, oh, and my, the soup's delicious. Like, it's like at the very <laughs> totally end. Totally switches them. <laughs> I like the two that Professor Plum and Miss White, too, when they start both. Yeah, the, right, the, the obnoxious slurping. slurping. Yeah. <laughs> and like you said, too, Mrs. White's getting defensive about her husband. And then Professor Plum's like, oh, yeah, I mean, I'll know a little bit about psychology. And he works for the World Health Organization. That's right. Timely topic. He's also... He also previously worked for the UNO. Yes, right. I forgot what that stood for. What's what's it? United Nations. Yeah, United. Yeah, right. Something, operation. But if you put it all together, he works for the you know who. You know who. That's good. Good stuff, man. I also said. I mean, oh. especially with all the stuff with the World Health Organization. Like maybe yes, if Doc true. Brown was involved. True. Very true. Maybe we could have prevented all this nonsense that's been going on. Yeah, I like I'm just like loving this setup. Every t- I've seen this movie hundreds of times, probably. Like, but man, I just like I'm a huge fan of this. Like, it's like a genre itself is like the scary movie, you know, or like the haunted house movie, you know, mm-hmm. like the where they people a group of people go into like a scary mansion or scary house, or whatever, and then like um, not necessarily people are like well, sometimes people are picked off or. I prefer it not to be a super supernatural element. Like it's I agree. Uh, like the the old like Agatha Christie <clears throat> Agatha Christie books where you know like you have this like a eccentric group of people with you know these defining characteristics. A good old who done it, man. Right, who done it? People get picked off one by one, and yeah, it's just I'm a no, I'm a sucker for these, man. I love these. These are great. I I agree. So for the most part, I agree. Some I, some are executed better than others, mm-hmm. but I think. Like this one, I think *Knives Out* is a recent example oh, where they did a yes. they did a good job with it. A hundred percent agree. I there's still stuff about *Knives Out* that I didn't like as much as some of the other ones, but in terms of like what you're what tone you're going for, yeah, like that was that was the perfect of you know mm-hmm. the old who done it, yeah. what happened and stuff. And that's a great call because that's a cool house too, and there's <clears> like a great group of mix of characters and yeah, for sure. That was like uh, <laughs> you did I I think I let you borrow the. Uh, the Private Eyes with Don yes. Moss and Tim Curry. I need to get that back to you. We've seen it. Another perfect example. Yes. Tremendous. Great flick. Um, and then, yeah, like we said, we realized... <clears throat> pardon me. Miss um, Scarlet recognized Colonel Mustard. So, like we said, that's where we find out that everybody works in Washington, D.C. And they all kind of start getting fussy because they get summoned here from a letter from Mr. Body. Mr. Body. And finally, Mr. Body shows up. That's right. V- leaving. Leaving. So they adjourn to the study. And Mr. Body um, tries to make a break for it, too. He tries to make a run at it, but he gets stopped by another dog. So there's all kinds of dogs yeah, around this place. Doberman's. Doberman. 
in the back and German Shepherds in the front. Like, I know. What? And it's raining. That's weird. It you is, get those yeah, dogs it's, inside. It's storming out there. That's why that dog's so mad. I would be too. But I will say at least at least uh, Wadsworth gave the German Shepherds a big big, big yes, bone to chew on. Right. Like that, that was nice. That was good of him. So <clears throat> Wadsworth starts explaining that they're all there because they're all being blackmailed. Mm-hmm. And they all kind of start piecing together what's going on. So Wads, or Wadsworth's explaining how Professor Plum used to practice psychology, but he got busted for sleeping with a lady. You know what you're not supposed to do with your patients? <laughs> That's what he did. That's what he did. And he can't practice anymore. That's right. Mrs. Peacock, although, like we said, she appears to be on the up and up, she's been taking bribes. She has been selling her husband's votes. Lobbyists. All the way back then, man. Just... Back, yeah, that's right. It's set in 54. So so timely. Uh, Miss Scarlet, uh, she just outright admits she runs a, yeah, a service. Right. A brothel, if you will. Yes. I love it, too, when <laughs> she's, she says that and Plum's like, what's the uh, number over there? Yeah. <laughs> like, he's going to it And then the, I love that the Colonel Mustard, too, is the double negative is what gives it away. It's like, yeah. oh, it's a double negative. That's what did <laughs> Totally gave it away. Um, and then Mrs. White is being blackmailed because she appears to have killed her husband. Yes, like her after, fifth, her like fifth husband after cutting off his head. That's right, and his other yes. head. Right. <laughs> and her first husband disappeared. He's an illusionist. Well, he never he, came back. He wasn't very good. At he it. wasn't very good at it. And then Mr. Green says he works at the State Department, but he's a homosexual, and he has That's to keep right. that under wraps. I feel no personal shame. <laughs> I love to. Mr. Green has the best lines. He sits down, and then Professor Plum like just totally walks away from him, just, or gets up right. and gets away from him. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole thing is being orchestrated by Mr. Body. That's right. He's just sitting in the room with him. Mm-hmm. Now, the police are on their way, and Wadsworth says if they just admit it, Mr. Body would go to jail. But Mr. Body also says you could do that, but obviously all of you are going to be outed for what you have done. So instead, he proposes all they have to do is kill Wadsworth, and they can continue on going on with their lives, although they would still be blackmailed. That's right. I didn't. Re- so this is the other thing. I Okay, I, I, like I said, I very much enjoy this movie, and I was watching it last night just – it's not a long movie, but I'm just furiously taking notes because of how many things happen and how chaotic this movie can be, though. I did. I was the same, doing the same. <clears throat> and I had to pause it a couple times, too, which it kind of pissed me off because I was like, damn, I just want to watch the movie. Yeah, they, it's so they bombard you with info here. There's like, so much, but it's so good. And, like, that's the other thing, like, the little quips here and there yes, that you can miss. Exactly. Like, for it, like I don't want to, like, just quote the whole film, but there's a great quip in here when they're talking about Mrs. White. And she's talking about like one of her ex-husbands, and she's like, "Yeah, he he threatened to kill me in public." And they're like, "Why would he want to kill you in public?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a couple other things too, like the, the we'll talk about it, like all the dead bodies and stuff. That just I, it, it cracks yeah. me up every time. Yeah, this is just great cast, great delivery. So, like I said, Mister Body said, "All right, kill Wadsworth," and he hits the lights. Well, first he oh. brought it, he got everyone gifts. Oh, that's very, true. Yes, I, I need. It's a very kind blackmailer. He was. He brought everyone notice, presents. You'll notice that the gifts bear an uncanny resemblance to all of the tools that are in the game. That's true. Yes, yes, they are all the weapons from the game. We have the lead pipe, the knife, the candlestick, the wrench, rope, wrench rope, and a revolver and, and a knife. I think I said wrench twice. Wrench, wrench. That's important. There's though. two wrenches. Two wrenches. It's gonna be weird. <laughs> 
and then yes, he kills the lights, and then pun intended, someone kills him. Yes, indeed. Dun, dun, dun. We do hear a gunshot too. Yep, gunshot. Body falls down. Lights back on. It's Mister Body. He's laying there dead, or so we think. Right. Of course, they blame Mister Plum because Mister Plum or Professor, Fire. I should say, Mister Professor Plum had the had the revolver. Right, but he fired a shot into the wall. He did. They someone someone tried to grab his gun, and so then. Someone says, well, maybe she was poisoned. <laughs> and then you got one of the best parts of the film, Mrs. Peacock, <laughs> screaming hysterically. <laughs> Slaps her. I had to keep her from screaming. I use that line all the time. It's amazing. <laughs> so great. And they also hear, because the other thing that was going on while all of the uh, exposition was coming off about all these people's backstories... That Yvette is in the billiards room with a recorder. The French maid. The French maid. And they're recording everything going on there. So she starts screaming in the billiard hall and they let her in. Well, they all run to that door and they're trying to get in there. And someone says, someone says, or she's screaming. And then someone says, it must be the murderer. And then someone says, why would he scream? (laughs) Oh, yeah. There's just so many good lines like that. Like, it reminds me of like a Leslie Nielsen movie. Where yes, you know, it does. Like, oh my god, it's so great. And how deadpan like some yes. of the deliveries are with it for sure. <laughs> so yeah, they they get in there, they get her, and then they go back to the study. And Wadsworth grabs the tape, and Wadsworth tells them that he was Mister Body's butler because his wife had been blackmailed because she died because she had or she had eventually died because she had friends that were socialists. socialists. And everybody's reaction. Yeah, everyone's like so disgusted. <gasps> oh, God. <laughs> so he had to be blackmailed because they didn't want that getting out and going to the house of un-American activities or whatever. That's right. So, I mean, it's, that's fair. I mean, nobody wants to be involved with the socialists. That's no fun. <clears throat> so Wadsworth said, you know, this was the plan to get everybody together to confront. But since he's dead, they all have to figure out who did it before the cops get there. That's right. So, again, the plot just continues to thicken. That's right. The cops will be there in like 45 minutes or it something. Just, they, like it just comes fast and furious. Dude, I, I love it. But that's the thing. Like, when you watch, if you're not taking notes about, you know, taking plot points for the movie, but if you're just watching it, it's not overwhelming at all. Like, no. everything yeah. just comes at you and it's just like, all right, cool. This is perfect. Yeah. And it should also be said, for the idea of writing a movie based off a board game that really has no backstory like this. Yeah. They did amazing with how they managed to tie this all together. Yeah, they like, made some fantastic. They made great decisions with the story while also like tying it back to the game because like all the all the rooms in the game are featured. We mentioned all the weapons are used and like. And they said I saw something that said all the secret passages are like accurate yes, too. They are. Yep. The uh, yeah exactly. So good on them. So they're all talking like, okay, is this everybody that's in the house? No. Wait. Yes. The, the cook. <laughs> is everybody in the house? <laughs> um, so the cook is still there. They all run to the kitchen, but they find her. Mr. Green is like, okay, standing there with that, that freezer or whatever. And then she falls out. And, Help. <laughs> and this is where I, like I said, I started dying laughing. So they carry her like, we got to get her back to the study. So they all carry her back. And mm-hmm. like, just how they just throw these dead bodies down every Dude. time. <laughs> I laugh though, like that, like when they're like holding her, like it was clearly a dummy. Like, oh yeah, her legs like just don't look right. Like, <laughs> and they, yeah, like you said, they just dro- like they drop the front of her and like. And another great line: "We have to get her back to the study. Why? Because I'm the butler and I like to keep a tidy kitchen." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But then when they get back to the study, they see that Mister Body is gone. He is gone. 
And they also find some of the negatives of Colonel Mustard. That's right. And Mrs. Peacock. Well, so they find the negatives of Mr. Colonel Mustard. <laughs> How do you get into that position, <laughs> Professor Plum? Professor Plum grabs Mrs. White, yeah. I'll show you. And then Mrs. Peacock's going to go powder her nose. Yes, she When she is. finds Mr. Body. Who basically is dead but attacks her? Or is he just he's, falling out of the... I, I never like. I never get this scene. He's just five. He's attacking her! <laughs> oh no, she's going to faint! Here, fall into my arms! Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> just drops. Oh my god, I love it. <clears throat> and during the whole time, for some reason, the candlestick is on the door frame. I'm not shouting! <laughs> okay, I'm shouting! I'm shouting! And then, yeah... And then the candlestick falls, knocks him out briefly. And they all go back to the study after that. Gosh, you're right. This is like just a blitz of things happening. And this is all like a half hour into the movie. Yeah, maybe that's why I love it so much because there's like no downtime. It is just like boom, boom, boom. That was the tricky part. Like me, like writing these notes down. Like I don't want to just do like a a spot for spot plot synopsis because that's going to be too much. But at the same time, I was like, man, if I don't mention this, like I'm going to forget about this. So if I seem disjointed, that's why. No you can worries. yell at me at your car radio or wherever you're listening. I'm on not this, shouting. On your, on your transistor radio. <laughs> so then they put all the bodies on the couch and they put all the weapons in the cupboard. And they're like, all right, we're going to go. We're going to block all these away and we're going to throw them away. Although everybody's obviously a little suspicious of Wadsworth because right. how do we know? That's right. They start The accusations start flying around. Uh, this is where it starts happening. So he's like, all right, we're going to go throw the key out the door. But then they get to the door and they find the car. The guy that has the car broke down. The motorist. The motorist wants to go in and use the phone. <laughs> yes, come on in. So they get him in. He finally gets in there, and then Wadsworth finally throws the key out. And Colonel Mustard, I, again, this is a great line. Colonel Mustard's like, I need a drink. And he looks in the study. Everything okay? Yep, everything's fine. Two corpses. Yep. Two bodies. <laughs> yep, everything seems fine. Two corpses. That is great. <clears throat> and then this is, I jump the gun. So there's like, okay, is there anybody else in the house? No. Wait. Yes. Is that what you're... <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Is anybody else in the house? Yeah, and then he wants to split up and... Uh, this is two, war. Yeah. This is war, Peacock. That's right. Got to split up. So, yeah, they, they cut the straw. or they, I guess it's the matches. They cut the they matches, cut the matches. And, and team up. Yes, they cut and team up. And, and, so... the, and the best is Plum and Peacock are together. And Plum, in his creepiest voice, tells Peacock, it's you and me, honey bunch. <laughs> Christopher Lloyd rules. He's so good. He man, what a freaking career that guy like had. Everything he's been into, I just yeah, he's gold. He was he easily the highlight. We've we've talked about Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but he's easily yeah. the highlight of that movie. Dude, he just dominated the eighties, man. He's so good. Even the early nineties, even you know, look at, fam- at Adam's family. That's true, Uncle Fester. He was the bad guy in Dennis the Menace. Oh my gosh, he's the he's one of the bad guys in Buckaroo Banzai as well. That's true. I watched that eight, the other day too. Eight that, Men Out. That movie's just wild, it by is. the way. We have to, we'll have to do that eventually. <laughs> That's, That's such a great one. I'd never even heard of it until Ready Player One. Dude, my like, my we'll see what was I like, freshman, freshman, sophomore. My history teacher, back in high school, like introduced this to us. It has obviously nothing to do with like history or of any kind, but like that guy is a freaking legend. You're not talking about the uh, history of the ninja surgeon rock star right. that travels through other dimensions? <laughs> well, so we had like a history through film class. I'm pretty sure that's where he showed us. I don't, oh, think, okay. it, I don't think it was like in a just everyday normal class, but I, we had that history through film class. And I want to say that he 
showed it to us in there, but I can't remember for for certain. But I know it was him. It's a great choice. Who though. brought it to light? And I was I saw it and I was like, dude, sign me up. <laughs> this is fantastic. Yeah, you like you know, you you cut to the core of me. As we've mentioned many times before, being whether we're talking about Clue, whether we're talking about Big Trouble, Buckaroo Banzai, like eighties. Yeah. I know we prefer 80s and 90s on this show, but I mean, 80s has the has the edge. This same teacher is the is when I first saw the movie The Patriot in his class. Oh, really, Mr. Preston? Shout out, Mr. Preston. Yeah, if you're listening, dude was awesome. Godspeed, sir. Amen, brother. They don't make them like that anymore. No, they don't. They broke the mold. <clears throat> Clearly not. Somebody's showing you Buckaroo Banzai in yeah. school. Now you got teachers want you to like learn stuff and just like <laughs> lame. Yeah, losers. I'm married to one, and she's the worst. <laughs> oh, that's right. She's a history teacher. I know, right? Yeah, she probably like expects excellence, and I know, unbelievable. So, as everybody's searching, we see somebody with some black gloves going through all of the evidence, mm-hmm. including the tape reels, and throwing it and into throwing the fire, it in the trash, and then getting into the cupboard. That I thought it was. I thought it was locked. I thought it was locked. So the guy, the motorist, uh, he's on the phone and he's telling somebody, he's like, hey, you know, my old boss is here, but then the mystery person with the gloves. Right, takes him out. Takes him down. That motorist was on the phone for a very long time, by the way. That's true. He was on the phone for like 30 minutes. Unless he was eavesdropping or trying to eavesdrop and not not calling. Yeah, maybe he's called like several people. I don't know. He's like, I need to use a phone. And he's like, just social calling like yeah just popular. several of his friends like, yeah. well i called the person and they're coming to get me so now i'm just gonna call and talk <laughs> to somebody else i love it too when they're searching the house and you got uh wadsworth upstairs and like they're like he's still like terrified because you know he's there's a killer in the house but it also could be his search partner True. mrs white who also probably killed her husband it's like he's extra cautious but I love it too. He walked. No in. one would be alone with you, Mrs. White. Right. He walks into that room. If there's anybody out here, just look out. <laughs> Dude, I love his delivery. Can we just talk about this now too? Yes. Picking an MVP for this movie is going to be damn near impossible because Tim Curry. Yeah. Obviously, the MVP of this film. There are several. It's just, but it's like who to pick after Tim Curry. That's you know the tricky it, part. I have that same. It's funny you say that because I was thinking the same thing watching this. And then another character pops up, and I'm like, oh, wait. Wait a minute. It's not obvious. And then another character pops up later, and I'm like, gosh, this is going to be tough. I got a, I got a three-horse race. I To me, it's Tim Curry. And he's, then after, he's definitely I, in the running. I'm going I'm to tell you right now, I don't, I don't have one. Because That's, I was figuring, hey, since Tim Curry is our star, I figured he was off limits. This is an ensemble cast, so you can totally choose Tim okay, Curry. Okay, all right. He's definitely, he's, I think he is first build, but I wouldn't consider him like... All right. That that might there's no easier. true star of the film. That might make it a little easier for me. Fun fact also, so this is an amazing cast. Yes. Um, there's one of the characters which just doesn't doesn't seem to fit. You know which one I'm talking about? Miss Peacock? No. She actually was in some she had like an earlier career. Miss Scarlet. Oh yes. That lady was not supposed to play Miss Scarlet. Do you know who they had in place? Was that the one that was supposed to be for Carrie Fisher? Yes, it was. Okay. Carrie Fisher was supposed to be Miss Scarlet. Can you imagine? That would have been awesome. Do you know who the original choice was for Wadsworth? Oh, my gosh. I feel like I read this somewhere, but I don't remember. Rowan Atkins. Yes. Mr. Bean. 
I saw there was a couple, but yeah, I did see his name. That have been that actually would have been kind of funny, but I'm, I think it would have been okay. It would not have been. The it would have been different, totally yeah. different. Yeah, but Tim Curry obviously would have been would have been decent. They made the they made a good choice. Yeah, for sure. Um. So then, Miss Mister uh, Colonel Mustard, Miss Scarlet, uh, they take one of the back passages and they find the motorist dead. Mm-hmm. The door is locked. I know. <laughs> Again, to great delivery. And then Wadsworth tries to break down the door by running, running into, into it. Running into it. Oh, <clears throat> that hurt my shoulder. Kills his shoulder. Yeah. That too. This is a great just like pandemonium scene. There's so much. All the yes. people are doing things like uh, Scarlet and Mustard are trying to get out. And they're, let us out. Or let, let us, us in. Let us in. <laughs> let, let us out. Let us out. It's so Yvette, great. Yvette goes and grabs, goes to the cupboard, grabs the gun, trips over whoever's down i can't remember who's down right shoots the chandelier and then shoots through the door and colonel must i've been shot i've been shot just just so (laughs) casual oh my god so like they're these guys delivery martin mole i've never been a huge martin mole guy no but oh my god he is so funny in this movie everybody's like they're perfect in this movie so i've been shot i've been shot (laughs) i can't take any more excitement that's right crash one more thing yeah and then the chandelier almost lands on colonel mustard so then this is where they're like okay well what were you doing in there and they tell them that they found the secret passage Mm -hmm. and everybody's also suspicious of yvette because she was able to get into the cupboard that's right and it was open even though it was originally locked and the key was supposedly tossed outside tossed out that's right so as they're all kind of starting to bicker, then the cop gets there because he had seen the motorist car broke down. He comes up to ask, like, hey, has anybody come in to uh, use the phone? No. Everyone says no except for Mr. Green. Except for Mr. Green. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, uh, they did, actually. <laughs> and then the other – I forgot about this, too. So the cop – they lock, he locks the cop into the library. He's going to use the phone, and then the phone rings <laughs> – J. Edgar Hoover on the line. J. Edgar Hoover. He's on everyone else's phone. Why wouldn't he be on mine? Right. <laughs> there's been a murder. Why would you say that there's been a murder? Yeah, like, you, I just said that to get you to open the door. You don't let me out of here. I'm going to take you down for all kidnapping and murder. And then uh, nothing better like a good old 80s movie that he wants the cop wants to be shown around, so they give Mr. Green that job of showing the cop around, and then everybody gets the dead bodies into position. <laughs> Dude, that's so great. Something about movies in the 80s, just... Mrs. Peacock. Moving corpses around. Behind the cook, oh, making yeah. making out with, I forget who it is, which... Mustard. Which, mustard. Gosh. And then you had uh, the motorist, there was, he's dead drunk. Yep. Doing all those comments with the cop. There's not, nothing to be ashamed here. You're not going to drive home, are you? Officer, I can guarantee you he's not going to be driving home. <laughs> These people are all just having a good time. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. This is America. It's still a free country. Oh, I didn't know it was that free. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <clears throat> so then the, the cop goes back in and mm-hmm. they lock him back in. Well, why did you lock him in? <laughs> Oh, so they break up again to finish searching the house, and then Scarlet finds another secret passage that leads back to the study. But then the mystery person shuts off the power. That's right, and then we get all hell breaking loose. This is when things just really, yeah, it hits the fan. Um, Yvette starts talking to somebody, drops the cockamamie accent. Yes, she's speaking English. Clear English, but she gets strangled from the noose on the front, (laughs) not over the back. Yes. So she was clearly 
you know, talking. She was in on it, obviously. I loved it. it was, I didn't like it seeing her. It was a shame. I wouldn't like seeing her go down like that. It was that. a shame. She was in Last Action Hero, by the way. I think I called it out. Colleen Camp. She was uh, oh, that's Rat- right. Ratliff. She was going to be teamed up with the uh, cartoon cat. You did call that out. And she's uh, Mrs. Vandersand in Wayne's World. Oh. The arcade owner. Okay. Wife. She's in some of the police movies. I just opened movies. my mouth and out it came. Yeah, right. That's you're her. Very, you're a very special lady. That's her. <laughs> um, so then also, we got a couple other. So the singing telegram shows up mm-hmm. and gets shot. Do you know who that is? Singing telegram person? I don't. That is uh, the chick from the Go-Go's. Jane. Oh. I'm forgetting her last name. Jane something. Jane, wow. Jane, Bobane, Banana, Fana, Fofane. Yeah. She's the guitarist for the Go-Go's. I'm Wheeldon. Thank we- you. Weedlin. Weedlin. Yeah, Weedlin. There it is. There it Sorry. is. You would think I should know that because there's That's... not that many people in this movie. That's her. <laughs> uh, also, I, I, I jumped ahead. The cop also gets hit and killed. With the lead pipe. Yes, with the lead pipe. So now we have dead bodies just piling up here. Everywhere. And that's <laughs> a great scene, too, where they all, like, they, like, all as a group are huddled together. They're, like, all just, like, so distraught. And they just, like, walk into a room. See a dead event, like kind of hang their heads, walk to another room, yep. find the dead cop. Just, dude, it's so great. I also heard the door close. Is there something else they see the dead? Yeah. So then this is where I would say the movie, I, to me, and I'm, I'll just spoil it right now, like the scene question. If I'm telling anybody to watch Clue, this is the scene that I, any any one of these where Wadsworth starts explaining what happens. Yeah, this is where I wrote best part of the movie question mark. It's however, it's, it's no. all it's actually a long. So like this, I consider this all to be like one part of the film, but it's actually really long and like there's, there's it's a long scene. So did you know? Because I watched a little bit of something else. Because I knew I was not going to be the most. Uh, on the up and up on this because I knew you'd, you'd probably know more than me. So the three endings that you watch now mm-hmm. <clears throat> in theaters, they were shown separately. Yes. So supposedly, according to what I heard, that that was part of the reason that the movie flopped, quote unquote, because people were not happy that there was three different endings. Right. I don't know that I buy that. It's well, they which part? That that, that that was part of the reason that it flopped. Well, it flopped. Yes. Uh, yeah. That's. I don't buy total, that. Yeah. That. Yeah. It's total BS. Did you also know that at least partially there was a fourth ending that was filmed? I did know this about Wadsworth talking was, about something about poisoning people. It was a super dark ending where yeah Wadsworth had like poisoned all the guests and then the police like shoot him and yeah. There's also at the so we'll get into these endings here, but the Mrs. Peacock ending also had a darker turn that was not using the final cut of the film. Oh, well, you have to tell me when we get there. I I'm, sure I'm, will. I'm interested. Sure will. <clears throat> so Wadsworth begins his whole thing. He's just running back and forth. And I heard somebody talk about that. Like, this is a grown-up Scooby-Doo. Yep. Basically, like, that's exactly what this is. Yep. So Wadsworth starts telling me, <laughs> if it was in the billiard room and I was in the hall, I know because I was there. <laughs> So he's running through and explaining where everybody was. They're going from the dining room to the study. And the music is just spot on it's for this. It's amazing, too. And I I can't remember which one it is, but the one where he throws Mr. Green into the bathroom after <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and then Mr. Green comes out. He's, like, washing his hands and the toilet's flushing. Like, that. I'm fantastic. Dude, the physical comedy and these, like, these replays he does is great. He's, like, 
pushing Mr. Green down on the ground. And yes. like, that's... and then the, Mrs. Peacock was freaking out. And then, whack, <laughs> I had to stop her from screaming. <laughs> the cook and Yvette, the boy boils down so, to. Yeah. So the first ending. They're accomplices. Yvette kills the cook and Mr. Body. Yes. And then Scarlet killed Yvette, the cop, and the telegram girl. Yes. And communism was just a red herring. Communism, just a red herring. We also find out a little bit more. It makes uh, Colonel Mustard even more dastardly selling military equipment. That's right. Plane equipment. That's how he does. That's right. Money. And also the cop, Scarlet was slipping cops, the the cop that was killed, bribes. So that's why she, she got him down mm. when she killed him. Right. <clears throat> and again, they're just throwing bodies on the ground like the singing telegram. They just drop that play too. It cracks me up. <laughs> we also find out that Wadsworth's math is a little bit off. Yes. One plus two plus two. <laughs> one plus two plus two plus one. No, no, no. It's one plus two plus one plus one. No, no. And there was a bullet left. There was. In the chamber. And the guy ready to talk at the front door, too, ready to talk about Jesus. That's right. But he's not ready to talk about Jesus. Nope. He's a police chief. He is. A, he's a, The funny thing is, he's an undercover police chief. That's, that's I guess in the 50s, that was a thing. Chiefs got out there and got their hands dirty. I mean, they're, they're out there doing day-to-day work, they're walking a beat downtown. Amen, brother. All right, ending number two. That's how it could have happened. But how about this? Yes. Mrs. Peacock did it mm-hmm. because her cook was in on it and right. made the monkey brains, which was her favorite dish. That's right. Oh, God, there was what? <laughs> Communism. Again, just a red herring. It's so great. They start singing her off. To, She's a jolly good fellow. She's a jolly good fellow. Mrs. Wow. Peacock was a man? Mrs. Peacock. That's amazing. It's so great. But again, the police chief. Yes, Mrs. Mrs. Peacock. How did you know my name? So at this part, in the original script, they gun her down. Oh, really? And there's even um, one of the scenes you can see the smoke in the air from all the sh- from the shooting. Oh, okay. I just assumed it was. But like... it's a cut. So like they they use some of the footage, but not okay. all of it. But yeah, they actually shoot her in like the original. I thought it was just like because it was cold and rain or whatever in the smoke. Okay, no, she that... tries to. I think she tried. I think they said that she, she like tries to get away or, or maybe she's. Oh yeah, she has the gun. So yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Maybe she fires a shot or something. But yeah, I did she, not they, know that. Yeah, they shoot. They like kill her. <laughs> Dark, but I like it. Yeah. So here's what really happened. My personal favorite ending. So this is your favorite. Oh yeah. I don't like that Wadsworth is the bad guy. Uh, he, but he earns it. I, he, he does. He earns it. This is the only... I'm beyond, I'm level with you right now. This is the only negative tick for me in the film. Because I, Tim Curry is so yeah. fantastic throughout the entire movie. But at the same time, it's not it's it's not so bad that I'm like, oh man, this ruins it. Like, it's just, I prefer one of the other endings. Yeah, I do I do like it when Tim Curry's like the hero, or like yes. one of the heroes, and he's like, the J. Edgar Hoover calls for him. and. But then again... Tim Curry is like quintessentially always the bad guy, so it's. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, I I feel like if they were gonna do it, they did it to perfection because yes. it's my favorite. So Wadsworth tells them that Plum killed Mr. Body. Yeah, everyone gets in on it. Everyone's in on this one, Mrs. P. Yeah, I guess so. Technically, he's not the only bad guy. That's that's yeah. Fair. So everyone kills someone. So Mrs. Peacock killed the cook. 
Colonel Mustard killed the motorist. Mm-hmm. Mrs. White strangled a vet for sleeping with her husband. <laughs> Scarlet killed the cop, and Wadsworth shot the telegram lady because I chose to expose myself. Please, there are ladies present. <laughs> and Plum killed. Did you say Plum killed Mr. Body already? Mm, yes, that was the first one. And so everyone has killed someone except for Mr. Green. That's right. However. He shoots Wadsworth. He does. So everyone kills someone. But I don't know if he because I think he just shoots him in like the wrist or whatever. Yeah, but he's good shot. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. But he like he passes out. He looks. He looks like he dies at the end. But I don't know. But yet again, it's important to note that communism was just a red Sorry. herring. <laughs> That's right. And- so go stack the bodies in the cellar, and we'll leave one by one. And then, like you said, Mister Green shoots Wadsworth, and then every the FBI comes busting in. Resting everybody. They all did it. That's right. Now, the most important part, and I thought about ending the episode this way, but I won't. We must. I'm going to go home and sleep with my own wife. <laughs> okay, Chief, take him away. <laughs> I'm going to go home and sleep with my own wife. Amazing. Shake, rattle, and roll. <laughs> yeah, so great. Oh, and Mr. Green gives us some clue dialogue, too. Uh, he, when he takes out Wadsworth, he's like, I did it in the hall. Oh, yeah, that's right. With the revolver. That's right. Yeah. All the Clue fans go crazy. It's just, Like I said, the, the fact that you can adapt a, a movie out of this board game that, like I said, really didn't have... I mean, obviously, there's a plot of, like, who did it, where, all that fun stuff, but nothing to this level. The fact that they managed to do that all in, a like, a mansion, essentially, mm-hmm. and had this, like, upbeat pace and kind of quirky movie... It's incredible what they did with this movie. Yeah, great soundtrack, great yes. great themes or scores. Like the mu- music fits perfectly. For sure. We've talked about all the actors. Like I don't really like John Landis, but we got to give him credit. He did yeah. like his, and and Jonathan Lynn too cuz he was the writer and director as yeah, well. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah, I am not I I have a hard time like it bums me out that John Landis did some of my favorite movies in the early 80s. Yeah, I mean, he's got good movies, too, but he just seems like kind of a turd. Well, and, you know, obviously the whole Twilight Zone thing. <laughs> yeah, that was not good. It's, it's not good, but... That's, that's not good for business. We're not talking about that. We're talking about Clue. Overall impressions, I mean, I think we've made it pretty obvious. We've got two fans here. I'm a pretty big fan of this film. This is, this is tip-top here. And I was... I was late to the game on this, and this is still very high on my list of movies. I mean, we like ran. I feel like we like pretty much ran through the entire movie, and like it didn't seem like we've been talking all that long. But that's how the movie goes too. It, it is seems, like you snap your finger, fingers, you're having such a great time, and it's over. You're just like, oh my gosh. I think that's why, like, part of the reason I enjoy it so much too, because like movies nowadays, everything's two hours. Everything's got to be a franchise. All the this movie is a little over an hour and a half long. They cram in an entire plot and three potential endings. Yeah. And it doesn't feel stale. It's not overwhelming. Hey, we didn't talk about the... F- did we talk about the fourth? Yeah, we did. Because Wadsworth was supposedly... Oh, the poisoning? Supposedly th- yeah. had poisoned all the guests. Yeah, yes. And they, yeah, they sh- take them out. Okay, yeah, we did. Yeah, I just... Great, great movie. Who's your favorite? So without without naming an MVP, who's yeah. your favorite character of all the of all the house get or the the invitees? So not counting Wadsworth, not counting Wadsworth. Um, I had, I think Colonel Mustard, Martin like, Mole. Yeah, like, and that's so weird to me because I like Christopher Lloyd. 
I don't think it's not that he's wasted. It's just his character doesn't get a chance to do a lot of like the fun stuff. I don't think there's definitely some part, like you said, like, you know, what's that number? And there's definitely some stuff that he gets to do that. I I appreciate. Um, Mrs. Peacock's got her moments. Scarlet's got her moments. White's got her moments. But I think of all of them, like Colonel Mustard, it's just like how sleazy he is. Yeah. I, he's, he's awesome to me. They're all great. The uh the flames speech by Mrs. White oh, yeah. was like famously like her just going off script and just making stuff up. Yes, that's pretty great. Flames? The flames on on the side of my on face. The side of my face. <laughs> so fantastic. What about you? I'm a big Mr. Green guy. Mm-hmm. I've always loved Mr. Green. He was like he was my favorite character to play as. Mm-hmm. And then in the film, picked right picked right up. Like I I love it. I love how he plays the. I think that's why I like the the last ending the best is because he plays like kind of the fool for the entire film, but then at the end he's like he knows what he's doing. He's you know yeah police officer like saves the day takes out the bad guy. He he comes on like at the beginning it's kind of slow with yeah. him and then by the end of the, I agree he's like he's one of the best ones for sure. Yeah, so great. This is a movie to me. They're like there's not a weak. The only weak character in my mind. I give it to Miss Scarlet. She's the weak link for me. She, she may be, but I like even that. It's not like a weak link that's no, seriously detracting. Yeah, not to ruin the movie by any means. But I agree. I think she's probably to me. It's I think it's Miss Peacock. See, oh man, Miss. See, I don't know why. I just love Miss Peacock. She's, but it's not like you said. It's not the and and I'm not obviously counting like the motorist or the cop or the yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like the main not the, yeah, like, the main characters. But those ones are just they're all good they are fantastic they all have their spots to shine for sure the great interactions i mean i say that about miss scarlet but she's even got some good lines when she's teamed up like uh with uh colonel mustard and like oh yeah get your mitts off me oh yeah yeah she's got some good stuff to do i don't want to disparage leslie ann warren is that her name something like that these uh i know your sister is a big psych fan yes as was i and for their 100th episode, they did a sh- an episode called 100 Clues. Oh. And it was basically just like kind of like a, a... They incorporated the clue story into like an episode. Obviously, several changes were made, but it was, you know, takes place in an old mansion. and But uh, Mrs. Scarlet, Colonel Mustard, and Professor Plum were all... Oh, All really? showed up for the episode. Nice. Yeah, so it was... It was only okay. It was cool that they. I, it was good knowing that they were like they were fans of yeah. the movie, but like Martin Mull's like, in I don't know if he's in like just bad shape health wise, but just the like the choices his character made like was really weird. Like he almost seemed like incapacitated, but I don't that, know if he was doing that on purpose or what. But. That makes me. I thought of three things now that off, okay. like totally off topic and i'm sorry no i love it but love you but you okay so you mentioned prof- so doc so christopher lloyd was in the in the psych episode or they just the character named mr professor plum uh he was not he was not no the actor christopher lloyd he was not in the episode he was so <laughs> this is like yeah, we're is there a, anybody in the house it's okay. a double negative <laughs> okay so christopher lloyd, so christopher, christopher lloyd was in the sh- was in that psych episode okay. as a different character, okay. not as Professor Flum. So as was Martin Mole and the Mrs. Scarlet Lady. There's an episode of Chuck mm-hmm. that he plays a psychiatrist, 
And at one point, Zachary Levi's talking to me. He's like, so what are you saying, Doc? Like, mm. he specifically calls him Doc. Nice. And then the other one that I just watched recently, Dolph Lundgren is a bad guy working for a KGB person. that It's Timothy Dalton. But at one point in time, he tells Adam Baldwin's character, I must break you. Ooh, that's good. That's a good callback. And they actually, like, at one point they say, I I, they you. say Ivan Drago mm. near him. Not necessarily. They don't call him Drago, but they say something like, "This guy totally reminds me of Ivan Drago," something like that. So, and then the other thing, oh, what was I going to say now? I totally. Okay, I can't. I had three things now, and I forgot the other one. That's all right. Maybe, no maybe one, you'll remember. One super, one super important anyway. It had gotcha. nothing to do with Clue. Oh my. Are we ready to are we ready to talk MVPs? I guess, but you got anything else? No, I don't think so. I don't. I have no other questions because this movie needs no questions. Amen. I have a so let's do MVPs. Okay. And then I have kind of a I have an activity to do with. Will I be graded on it? Recasting <laughs> of Clue. You will not be graded. Okay, thank God. Psych, you will be. Oh. <laughs> All right, MVP. Who you got? I mean, I got to give it to Tim Curry. Very, I was trying to think fitting. of who wasn't. And if it wasn't, I would say Colonel Mustard. Yep. He was also in my running. But I got to give it to Tim Curry. If nothing else, for the running and the explanation scene alone. Yeah. But he does, he like, I'm not going to say he carries the movie, but he is just so good in this movie. He is, he is fantastic. So I had a, so I was watching this. It came down to Curry, Mr. Green. And then, like, late in the game, I was like, you know what? Colonel Mustard, like, has to be in the running as well. He's he's just too fantastic. But at the end of the day, I got to go with Mr. Green just because I – I don't know if it's just because I prefer him just from loving him as my favorite character in the in the board game. It's fine. But I feel like he's got some amazing lines. And Tim yeah. Curry does as well. But I had a feeling you were going to go Tim Curry. So it's worked out perfectly. I'm sticking with Mr. Green. Nothing wrong with that. As my MVP. Mr. Green was definitely in consideration for me, too. I'm sorry. I'm a bit accident prone. <laughs> I mean, if nothing else, for the closing line of the movie. Yeah, right. That, that right there. Dude, I man, when I was in Vegas, I <laughs> there was like a perfect time. Like I remember we were playing like a roulette, and I was like, I like hit my number, and I was it was just like a perfect moment. Everyone's like happy or whatever. I was just like, well, take him away. I'm going to go home and sleep with my wife. I'm like, dude, I could just get like, yeah, I felt like a stand-up comedian. Like, just like the the whole like table was just going crazy. It's perfect it's like, timing. I was like, mic drop. Yep. I was like, I want to go back and like have fun with that group. It's a really fun crowd, but I've already made my, yeah, I've already had my walk-off comment. Yeah, I got I to gotta walk away. I got to keep going. There's no coming back from that. Nope. I just got to keep going. Okay. Do you want to do the scene thing? I mean, for me, like I said, it's, it's got to be the the reenactments. Yeah, the yeah. reenactments. You're 100 percent right. That's it. Has that to was be. easy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Are you ready to recast Clue? Yes. Okay. I'm gonna give you some options here. It's gonna be a little bit different this time. I'm gonna pull out a card from our little the the actors cards here. Okay. Or actress. And you don't get a you don't get to choose like now we normally do it with like. I give you six actors, and you tell me which. I'm going to pull a card out, and you have to tell me what character they're going to be in your remake. Okay. So there's no there's no going back on these. <clears throat> okay, so we're going to do... a lot of pressure. We're going to do three guys and three girls. 
Three gals. Well, actually, we'll do four guys for the butler also. So okay. Or for the Wadsworth role. So we have Wadsworth, Mr. Green, Mr. Body. We're not going to do Mr. Body. Not doing Mr. Body. Okay. All right. Here we go. Your first female character, Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. That's going to be my Mrs. Peacock. Okay. I think that's very fitting. I like it. All right. Next up. Another female character, Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz. I would say... I'm going to go with Scarlet. That's exactly what I was thinking. We're on the same wavelength. All right, here we go. Next character for you, Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. to hear what you put I don't in. I mean I don't want to burn this that early that's funny I I wonder if we're thinking the same thing but he I think he could do a Wadsworth okay okay I don't want but I don't I, let me let me just let me give me a minute it's got it's too okay. much pressure right see now. I was thinking like when I see Ben Stiller I think Mr. Green but then I'm also like ah, I don't want to waste the character of Mr. Green on Ben Stiller so I'd be like maybe like plum but Wadsworth would work too you, your, I think he could. Call. I think he could do it, but I'm like so. The only I I couldn't see him as a, a Professor Plum type is the only thing. I mean, I guess he could. He, he's older now. He's got gray hair. Yeah. I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna say. I'm gonna go. You you now that you mentioned, I'm gonna say Mr. Green. Okay. I'm gonna go Mr. Green. All right, Ben Stiller's Mr. Green. You ready for this next one? Yes. Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to hear where you're going to put some Oh, my flow. goodness gracious. I feel like there's really only one answer yeah, for this. Yeah, Colonel Mustard. Got to be Colonel Mustard. Yeah. yeah. That was an easy one, but can you imagine Sylvester Stallone being in this film? <laughs> it's Wadsworth. All right, here we oh go. Oh, my God. Rip. Who did you do? Ben Stiller as Mr. Green? Or? Yes, yes, Mr. Green. Okay, so here we go. Next one, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Who do we have left? I said Wadsworth. You got Plum or Wadsworth? Wow. I guess Plum, because yep. I'm, yep. I'm not going to put him in Wadsworth role. So the next actor that I pull out Has to is be. your Wadsworth. And the next female actress I pull out is your... White. White. Okay, you ready for this? Yes. Here we go. Okay, so your Mrs. White is Kristen Wiig, who is actually okay. perfect. Yeah, that's... Man, that'd that be That works great. out. Luck yeah. of the draw. That did work out well. Okay. Perfect. Here we go. Your Wadsworth is none other... Than John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, oh. <laughs> that's <be> so weird. <laughs> that's what? Hey, Mr. Cartier. <laughs> I don't know why, but this I, is... uh, I, a bottle. <laughs> the thought of that makes me laugh so much. I don't know why. Oh my god, I was. I see him. Hair. <laughs> Up oh your god. nose with the rubber hose. <laughs> I see him as like a, a Vincent Vega, like with the long yes. hair. The Pulp Fiction Butler. <laughs> you gotta have an opinion. That's awesome. All right, so Meryl Streep was your peacock. Yep. Cameron Diaz is Scarlet. Mm-hmm. Kristen Wiig is white. Man, you're like the the Those fe- are good. yeah. Your actresses are like on point. That's actually really good. I I would definitely go see that. Yeah, Stallone is mustard, which I love. <laughs> ben Stiller, Mr. Green, Jonah Hill is Professor Plum, and Wadsworth as John Travolta. Johnny T. Featuring John Travolta. That's amazing. That's fantastic. That that was thanks for thanks for humoring me. Yeah, absolutely. That was fun. Mrs. Peacock was a man. Okay, let's go to the mall today. <laughs> All right, let's go to the rankings. 
Right? That's where we're at here? We are at the rankings. Okay, let me pull this up. This is our 46th episode. You remember how you were talking earlier like about lying to yourself and having to update Last Action Hero? Yeah. I literally just did that while we oh, were chit-chatting. To a higher score? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, I'm on board. You want me to go first or you want to go first? Um, I'll go. Okay. I, since I, I, I did all that. I am patiently okay. waiting. I can't wait to hear this. So, Clue, originally, I, I had put it at 5.5. Above five point five. Wow. Above Adventures of Babysitting. Okay, that w- so that would have been at thirteen for you. Would have been. But I moved it up. Okay. I said, you know what? Does this break my top ten? No, it's at a five point seven. Okay. So it's just below Major League, but above Tango and Cash and above Demolition Man. Wow, that's that's high praise. And that's tough for me because I have mentioned many times that I've. Sly has has moved up on my list, and obviously Tango and Cash has Kurt and Sly. Yeah, that's uh, the dream team. But I got Clue gets the nod. If nothing else, it's a more cohesive story than Tango and Cash. Yeah. I just yeah I I was so late to the game, but man, this is a fantastic movie in so many levels. Clue five point seven, right? Yes. Okay, so it's at number eleven. It's number eleven, just just outside outside top ten. That's incredible. I never thought you would have. I knew you like enjoyed the film, but yeah, it's this pleases me greatly. It it has climbed up substantially over the two years that I've started watching this. That's incredible. More frequently. That's great. It's great news. You're welcome. Great news. You're welcome. Okay, so I coming into this i'm pretty big fan i put it i came in with a so perfect score just to reiterate it's a 6.9 on the richter scale i went 6.3 put it in the sixth spot just missed top five so i got it just behind back to the future but i put it above ghostbusters wow yeah 6.6.3 strong big clue fan I think it's mostly because I watched it a lot as a kid. So there's like, I mean, it's still hilarious. I mean, I don't know because I told but you. I got, I, I got a bit of a nostalgic factor. I got to tell you though, because like, I didn't watch it as a kid and it's that high on my list. And there's a decent chance yeah. that if I watched it as a kid, it probably would be in my top 10. Yeah, it's it's phenomenal. I mean, it's just like, it's super fun. It's pretty light, you know, com- comedy, great yeah. cast. Just man, who done it? Part of it too is always everything about it. Yeah, I'm a big yeah right. The the scary house genre, and we've talked about this too, like rewatchability and all that fun stuff. Like this is a movie. It's not one that I have to be in a mood to watch. I could easily throw this on at any oh, yeah. point in time and just have fun. For sure, and it wouldn't be one that I would be able to turn on in the background just to have on. Like if I turn it on, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I this we played at the normal theater. I took Mrs. Hightower to it a few years back. Yeah, this is a good one. I missed out. I should have. I wish I would have gone. This was that was like it was probably like right before we started going all the time. Mm. Right, right before I started programming for it. <laughs> right, basically. So <laughs> boosting their business. But yeah, so it's like, I mean, I would love to have my own like little movie theater. The official movie theater of Cash I, and Hightower. Yeah, I don't want to have like, I don't want to run you know an AMC. But I would love to have just my own little independent movie theater. The normal theater would be perfect. Yes. I might try to line up some investors and see if I can just buy that. See what we can do. I'm like, can you imagine just being like, all right, yeah, let's go watch this. I know you have to pay like for the rights to show some of the films and stuff. You have to, I'm oh, pretty yeah. sure they play some of them just like on, with like a DVD though. 
Probably. I don't think they're getting like the actual like movies on film. I can't imagine yeah. they are. They, yeah, surely. Because they're all like high definition now, too. Right. Cause, yeah, because now you have to have like a license to show it for an event. And I stuff. think it's basically like a really nice projector that yeah. they have up there. That's what I'm, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm thinking, too. But wouldn't that just be fun just to be like, invite your friends over and just be like, like, I don't want the people of the public to be able to use this theater. No. I just want to, you know, have my friends over and yeah, watch like sure. fun movies. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That'd be so great. That would be the best. Maybe when I hit the lottery, that's that's what we'll do. There you go. What's the first thing you buy after hitting it big in the lotto? Besides paying off all my debt? <laughs> Normal theater. <laughs> yeah, what would you buy? Yeah, I mean, the first thing I'm paying off all all debts. Yeah. Yeah, all that's gone. Parents' debt. Have you paid your dues? <laughs> yes, sir. The check is in the mail. <laughs> um... I don't know, some form or another, because I know they uh, they offered it at least for a while about if you have some kind of subscription to Gogi Wines that you could actually have a meet and greet with Kurt. Gogi Wines? Yes. That's that's his... Yes. That's so funny you say that because I saw a picture today, it was like a meme, of him at doing the Gogi Wine thing. Oh, yeah. And it says like... It's Wind the ingredients, yeah, yeah. It's the ingredients of yeah, the six demon bag. I'm pretty sure I saw the same one. That's hilarious that you bring that up. But yes, if you, I, I don't know if they still offer it, but there, at one point it was like if you do a certain like membership or something or other that you could have like a. How much was the membership? I don't remember. It was a lot. Like the wine, the bottles of wine are ungodly expensive. Are we talking like ten grand? No, I don't know if it's that much. Like five grand? Probably like. More like something around that ballpark. But I don't know if they still offer that or not. All right. Question of the day. Would you pay? Actually, you know, let's just say this. What's the what's the highest amount of money you would pay to meet Kurt? I, there's not a limit. I mean, would you throw down like, would you throw down five grand to meet Kurt? Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Would you throw down 10 grand to if meet I had, Kurt? I mean, if, if we're talking like if I have access to this, yeah, that's fine. Ten, I, I, five grand. I feel like I could like talk myself into it, but like ten grand. Oh yeah. Oh, that's a lot of money. I just be not be. I mean, all things aside, like obviously, talking to Jack Burton would be one of the highlights yeah. of my life. But I also would want to be like, I'd like to talk to him about baseball and get his opinions yeah. about like, all the rule right. changes about baseball. And I want to talk to him about like being a pilot, cowboy hunting. movies, and yeah, right. Like yeah. just like grown up. With, there, I feel like there's genuinely things that I could talk about, just like. Just would, curious. Yeah, I would love to get his like his thoughts on the Disney stuff growing up. Yeah, like, yeah. There's so many aspects. He's had a super interesting life. Ooh, absolutely. Like, yeah, it's so fascinating. Playing minor league baseball. Playing for the the Mavericks. Yep. That man, what a wild time! I wish I would have like been alive for that. I that, know that team in I general. Had a lot of fun. So crazy. But yeah, I've <clears throat> I, like I said, if I have access to it, I'm. I'm confident there's not a dollar amount that I would be like, yeah, that's fine. What's this wine thing called again? Gogi. Gogi? It's a nickname that he had as a kid. I think his mom gave to him as a kid. Interesting. I can't remember if it was that. Like one of them, he he made a name for the, a name that he had for Goldie. And then I can't remember. I think Gogi was a nickname that he they gave him or his mom gave him as a kid or something like that. Okay. I was going to get one for the missus for an anniversary, but it's like. Hundreds of dollars. The wine? Yeah. Is it good? Do we know if it's any good? I don't know. I mean, it's gotten high praise. And I'm, I'm not much. Of, I'm not a wine guy, so I don't... I'm not really a big wine guy either. But the missus is. Okay. Yeah. Real lush. Fine. I'm, I'm kidding. Bring me your finest wines and cheeses. <laughs> Garçon. All right. Good Good deal. 
Well, hey, what a successful episode. Absolutely. We knocked off one of the bucket list movies. Hopefully Jessica's happy. I, I keep my fingers crossed. Jessica, you have to let us know who your please. favorite character is. Let us know who your MVP of Clue is. Yes, I, please. And if it's the same person as your favorite uh, board game character. And if you enjoyed the episode. And most importantly, if you enjoyed the episode. So what do you want to do next week? Um, Let's get in. Let's get back into let's do another 80s flick. Sure. I've seen this movie pop up on my suggestions to watch on Netflix quite a bit. Um, I believe we've referenced it a few times. Probably. It's got Grant from Overboard in it. Have you seen this film? That we're I have talking? not. Okay. That's part of the reason I, I so, even threw it out there. That's right. I threw a few movies at you, and you selected The Lost Boys, starring the two Corys. You know, part of the reason I wanted to watch this, too, is I continue to see this meme popping up that's like, they do those, you know, like, no one, absolutely no one, the people that wrote Lost Boys, and they have the shirtless dude with the saxophone. Oh, my God. I cannot wait to see what context. You won't have to wait too long. Okay, Okay, good. I'll tell you that. I'm fired up to watch this, because I have heard nothing but high praise for this movie. You are, I can't wait to get your thoughts on it. So, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited this is your first time to watch. This is, I was telling a guy I work with, like... Forgot him. Oh, he had he had not seen Last Action Hero. Oh, because he he's a little bit younger than us, and I'm just like, man, you're like the exact person that I would love to like watch movies with. Like someone that doesn't like necessarily like hasn't you know film isn't a part of their life, right? And so like they get to experience it for the first time. Like I love sh- I love introducing people to movies that I love, and it's just like it's just fun like watching them and getting their reactions, and yeah, it's just. Yeah, so I'm 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 excited to to hear what you think about Lost. Yes, yeah, no, I've, I've definitely, and I've, I've I'm I'm the same way. The problem is, is I the one I always do that with is Big Trouble, mm-hmm. and I think people just try to tell me politely that they like it, even though they don't, and they're just trying to be like they know how important <laughs> it is to me. They're like, yeah, 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 it's yeah, just, it was really good. Yeah, I, it was cool. I, I love watching it. Yeah, Patrick Swayze was really good yeah, in that. Yeah, it's great, great hair. <laughs> this actually, it's funny you say that because this guy I'm talking about. I, um, back pre COVID, he, uh, he actually lives out of town, but one day, one night when big trouble was shown at like one of the local theaters, like just randomly, he actually stayed in town and we went and saw big trouble. Nice. And he loved it. Anybody that doesn't Rightfully love it is, so. just, is just lying to themselves. Yeah, no, like he, Huey Lewis. Yeah, exactly. If you say you don't like Huey Lewis, you're lying to yourself. <laughs> Tell me about it. All right, so next week, Lost Boys. Lost Boys. Kiefer Sutherland also Absolutely. in that movie. So Jack Bauer himself. We've been saying this, too. I'm going to emphasize this one more time. Mm-hmm. If you have comments, if you have suggestions, if you like our show, if you don't like our show, please feel free to comment on our social media page or send us an email, cashandhightower at gmail.com. That's right. Or check us out on Instagram, movies with Cash and Hightower. We'd love to hear from you. Give us a shout. Or don't. But uh, please do. Yeah. It's a good episode. <laughs> Absolutely. Fun uh, fun times. Fun flick. We'll talk to you next week with the Lost Boys. You know what I'm going to do? What are you going to do? I'm going to go home and sleep <laughs> with my wife. <laughs>
I'm gonna go home and sleep with my wife. Well. Bye.